0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: Hey, what is up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 77 of the Happy Tanners podcast. On today's episode, we have Michelle Black from Liquid Glam in Erie, Pennsylvania. Evidently, it's the snow capital of the United States. I didn't know that. But she's got a thriving business there, so that speaks volumes to her and her work ethic. This is a great episode. Michelle's been in the tanning industry for over 20 years. She was at a Huge chain called Total Tan and Erie and around. She was a district manager for them before breaking out on her own. She actually worked there until they were sold to another large tanning company called Zoom Tan. Now she's been working for herself for just over three years. She shares some great insights and stories and really talks, you know, a lot about the grit and working hard and how she does it, why she works so hard and what she does it for. I think everybody can relate to this. She not only got a late start. Into entrepreneurship, but she's also doing very well at it and balancing everything with her life and her two daughters and her family and being a cheer coach as well. So, this is a great story, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us. It was always a pleasure to talk to you and it was great to learn more about your story. So, thank you so much for joining us. As always, the Happy Tens podcast is free to listen to. Thank you for listening. We don't take any paid sponsors like we could, but we do sponsor ourselves with our Happy Tens website builder, which is the first and the only website builder created specifically for some of the standing businesses that help you get your websites online and get them ranked, so people can find you online. It's so so important, I can't hammer that home enough. We have had the pleasure of actually doing Michelle's website for Liquid Glam, which is great. We'll post that below, but you know, these websites work. They help people find clients. 60, 70, 80 percent of people's new clients find them organically through Google. The websites are professionally designed. You have our wonderful support. You support a small business, and we're helping support you. That truly means a lot. Thank you so much for everybody that uses us and chooses to use us. We can't thank you enough. Honestly, it means a lot to me and the team here at Happy Tans. We're growing. I'm trying to get more resources, more tools, working on some things too behind the scenes. So check us out if you haven't, happytans.com. Click the create your website button. If you have questions, just reach out, grant at happytans.com. I am always here and more than happy to help. Thank you so much and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tense Podcast. On today's episode, we have Michelle Black from Liquid Glam in Erie, Pennsylvania. How are you doing today, Michelle?
0: Good. How about you?
1: I'm doing well, doing well. almost got tongue-tied getting through that for a second, so (laughs) glad I made it through. (laughs) Oh Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Glad we could record. I know you're busy, so I appreciate your time and I'm excited to uh, share your story and honestly learn more about your story. It's always great to do these interviews because you get to learn so much more than what meets the eye, right? It's, it's always good to learn more about everybody's story and where they came from. So thank you so much for your time. And with that, I would just like to open the floor, introduce yourself, introduce your business, tell us a little bit about you, how you got into this industry and whatever else you wanna share.
0: All right, well, my name, hello everyone. My name is Michelle Black. Um, I own a company in Erie, Pennsylvania called Liquid Glam. If you don't know where Erie is, it's kind of the snow capital of the United States where I'm literally right smack in the middle of Pittsburgh, Buffalo and Cleveland. Um, I did. um, I've been actually in the tanning industry since 1999. I worked for a big, huge tanning salon chain called Total Tan where I held the position of district manager. Um, That's kind of when spray tanning was birthed. and, And I fell in love with this industry. I love Making people look good and feel better and have confidence, and you know, I just I love the industry so much. Um, my company sold in 2016, and I started spray tanning then. And actually, this month I am celebrating three years with my own business. So I couldn't be more proud of that and more happy with that.
1: Wow, that's awesome! So you were with you said Total Tans? Is that what you said yeah. it was called? Okay, well, you were with them all from 99 to 2016.
0: Yeah, so it wow. was it was 18 years. We had 30 different locations from Erie, Pennsylvania, all the way to Albany, New York. I was the second longest employee in the company. I learned so, so much in those years, um, you know, and I worked really, really hard. And I just, I fell in love with the whole, with the industry, you know, and then spray yeah. tanning came out and, you know, that was a whole nother, you know, each different salon that we had. You know, we had 30 different units and there was one to two spray tan units in each location. So it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yes,
1: yeah, so you got to learn a lot on the job. You know, it's interesting being a company. I mean, I, I'm assuming that's not a huge company. It would still probably be considered a small business according to the whatever, whoever writes the rules and whatnot. But it's cool to learn, see something at that scale you your multiple locations and something they've obviously like turned into a process, right? There has to be systems in place to do that, to scale it from one location to the next, i.e., you know, compared to a McDonald's or anything like that. Right. So same kind of concept there. So I'm sure you learned a lot in that process, too.
0: Absolutely. I was a big part of that growth. And, you know, just like with any business, it was trial and error. So it was it was a really great learning experience for me. I learned so much not only about myself, but about business and tanning and spray tanning and skincare and, you know, all of that. So I really enjoyed my time there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So how did the process, how did the spray tanning process, like how was it added to the company? Did you guys go through trainings or how did all that work?
0: Well, each year we went through like a smart tan certification and then the company that actually had our first spray tan booth came and they trained us, you know, about everything. We did go through a couple of different booths in my tenure there. So, but, you know, it became a really big deal especially you know right before they sold spray tanning was huge in the boots just because of the fact that you know there was you know in tanning the skin cancer scare you know became a real sure a real thing and it was you know that was a changing point and then we decided as a company that we absolutely needed to you know have something available in that direction
1: all right so this was this was like the automated boost no handheld stuff
0: Exactly. Okay. Automated, no handheld.
1: Got it. So then you saw a need for that handheld kind of oh, that, that touch and care. Yeah,
0: absolutely. My, my city had nothing of the sort and I would always be watching, you know, like the Kardashians or the yeah. real Housewives, lives. And I would see like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And, and I literally, um, I did some research and I got trained and I just went for it. I literally just went for it.
1: Wow. That's awesome. We're, um, That's a cool process to go through that. I I was interested when you said, you know, 1999, you've been in the tanning industry for a long, long time, Um, albeit, you know, a little bit different than the regular tanning to spray tanning, but still, you kind of went through that change of the guard, so to speak, where it changed over. So, uh, who who has bought the Total Tan?
0: Who what? I'm so sorry. Who
1: purchased Total Tan, the company? Or do you say they closed or they were sold?
0: Total Tan was sold to a company called Zoom Tan. I'm okay. not sure if you're familiar with them. And I
1: saw it in your area when I was seeing it. Yeah, I saw it there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they're a big, huge, t- you know, chain of just tanning salons. They do have airbrush tanning there, but the I feel like the solution that they use versus, you know, the one that I choose to use in the salon um, is just extremely different. And I think a lot of people really, when you're gonna get a spray tan, they kind of prefer the custom airbrush personalized look, all the customer service, all the feedback, they're not just, you know what I mean? So I've done very well here. I mean, COVID was a scary time, but other than that, you know, I've done pretty well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It's just a different thing, right? The drive-through car wash at the gas station. Everybody compares it, and then you have, you know, like the guy that came clean my car before I sold it. I was like, thank God he did it because this thing looks brand new, and I couldn't, I could do that in twenty hours. And this is right. like completely different touch, right? It's yeah, it doesn't compare to the little drive-through and have some guy or some kid wipe out your car. But um, that's awesome, cool, cool experience for you. You know, learning at those big companies, you can learn so much from anything so it's good that you were able to learn some stuff from that and uh to what what do you think was your biggest takeaway from transitioning from working at a kind of more of a corporate structure i'm assuming you know district managers pretty high level there uh, right. to your own business like what was the biggest takeaway that you learned from from total tan
0: honestly the biggest takeaway i think was just the work ethic and the expectations that i had for myself. I wanted to make sure that I maintained all of those standards and even more with, you know, the business. I, there's not a day that I don't work. There's not a day that I'm not working on this business in some way, shape or form. I try to make sure, especially after COVID that I kind of roll with the punches. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm always, I try to be very professional and I try to run, you know, being a DM, you know, you're in charge of so much. And of course I can always you know i'm ne- i will always i mean i'm going to be 49 this year and yes wow. i did say that out loud um, but <laughs> i will always continue to make sure to be that person that never stops learning yeah so that's make a sure i can continue to learn and hold myself to you know my own standards
1: yeah that's a great attitude i mean both those things are good you know kind of All that, all that is good that you said, I guess you said multiple things there, but it's, you know, never stop learning the kind of growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And then the fact that you are focused on improving the business every single day and holding yourself to that standard and you see something that grow. So total 10, how many locations was there when you started? You say two?
0: Oh my God. Yeah, there were just a couple. There were yeah. uh, Honestly, when, I st- when the company started, there were only two, but when I started, there was like seven. Okay. And then by the end of time, there was 30.
1: Yeah. So you got to see that. To, to be able to experience that and go through that growth, you get to see at such a different level, right? I mean, most people don't ever get to experience something like that, where you see, you know, you could go join a company now that has thousands of locations or across the globe, whatever it may be, but to go through the process of how did they really take this from this to from A to B. What do they really do? You know, like you said, they're working every day, paying attention to the details, fixing the processes, improving the processes, looking at what's working, what's not working, you know, possibly going out and seeing what other people are doing and and then taking some things from there, learning some things. But to never stop learning is is great. But I'm sure you took a, a lot, a lot more away than that. But I just wanted to hear what your like couple top things was. So that's really cool. Really cool. So you've been in business for yourself for three years. Did you just switch locations or has that been the same location? I I remember you sent me a video of it, of, of the new, of the room, at least.
0: Yep. I did. I have my own location. I did at the, at the beginning of liquid glam, I just rented out a room in the back of a salon COVID happened. And then this ended up becoming mine. So I ended up doing some remodeling and just kind of placing some things kind of making this location my own and kind of branding myself and making sure that everything was, is, you know, kind of just so. Um, And I just wanted it to be like an experience when you can, you know, every time my clients come in, I want to give them an experience. I don't want them to feel rushed. I want them to feel like they know all of the before care, all of the after care. I want them to feel confident that I've helped them choose the right color the right products, you know, everything like that. So like start to finish, I just try to really maintain, you know, a, a certain level of integrity with my clients and myself, just to make sure everybody, you know, knows what's going on. It is really fun having my own location. I love that I've been able to kind of make it my own and, you know, not that I don't enjoy working with other people. I absolutely do, but it's just really nice having it be, your vision comes to life.
1: All right. Yeah. It's nice when you can go ask yourself in the mirror, if you're the only, if, if this is the right decision or not, Yeah. <laughs> now, maybe I'm the only one that does that. I like to talk to myself in the mirror. Not, not really, but uh, no, I, that's what you sent me. You sent me because you had remodeled it and kind of made it that that's when you sent me the video. I was trying to, I remember seeing the walkthrough and everything, but I couldn't remember. Yeah.
0: What it was.
1: It's quite a cool process. So in the first you know, three years of being in your own business, I'm sure there's been tons of highs and lows, ups and downs. Obviously, you know, COVID, we just went through and that might be your lowest point. But I'm curious to know, you know, on the, on the lower end of, of the spectrum there, what was the worst or most challenging moment so far in your business in these first three years? And on the flip side, what has been the best?
0: So, so definitely, hands down, COVID was a huge, like, like it was a major challenge. I had to find creative ways when our state and city just kind of like shut us down for a while to like, okay, Michelle, what are you going to do with this time? Like you're not working. What can you do? I mean, yes, I sold, you know, self Tanner. I tried to maintain relevance through communicating with, you know, on my social media and stuff like that. I didn't want to be too pushy. So I really kind of had to find a balance with that. And just, you know, there were like little to no sales at all. So that was, that was tough. And then I used that time. Like, what can I do to make this business better? While I have all of this time now, Michelle, to like focus on my business, like what are, what am I going to do? So I finished with your help Mm -hmm. my amazing website and I ended up getting a booking app and I, you know, made sure that I made all of the descriptions, just everything. I made sure everything had the same branding look and flow. And I just worked on my processes, my pricing, Um, you know, worked on some social media because that's so huge for me. And I used that to just, you know, put it all back out when I felt like the time was right.
1: Mm. Yeah. was scary. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, and you focused on, and I saw a lot of people doing this. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm sure some people did close shop, uh, super challenging times, obviously and everybody's situation is different, but I saw a lot of people kind of look, kind of flipping it and saying what can I what can I do during this time how can I utilize it and make the most of it like you said you're redoing or improving or launching your website, setting up the booking stuff, making sure there's processes. probably going back to your total 10 days. And like, what are the processes? What are the SOPs, you know, standing operating procedures and things like that, even if it's just you, right. I mean, you still want to have something so that it's not you're flying by the seat of your pants all the time. (laughs) Right.
0: Absolutely. I want, yeah, that was, that was tough, but you know, I may, I, I did it and I feel like the time off that I had was, you know, absolutely worth it. And I feel like, you know, I made some good choices and some good decisions and yeah, yeah. And here
1: I am. Yeah. And it's like, you look at, you look at it for a second, you look kind of inward and say, oh man, this, this sucks. I mean, there's no way around this. This is terrible. We're shutting down for who knows how long we've never seen this before. And then you say, okay, dwell on that for five minutes and then move on. Right. So, uh, I heard that piece of advice one time and I try to try to use it as much as I can, you know, depending on the situation and just say, okay, what what can we learn from this? Obviously certain things we may never see coming, but what can we learn from this? How can we improve? What can we spend our time doing to make sure we're maximizing it and not just treading water here. So right. that's important. Super challenging time though. And on the flip side of that, what's, what's been the best moment so far?
0: Um, on the flip side, like right now I have gotten to a point where I'm, I'm so busy. Like you, there are days and times that you cannot get in to see me. It is a good thing, you know, and I pride myself in the level of customer service that I provide to my clients. I love being so busy, but to me, it's just kind of always working and making sure that I'm doing like the right thing for my business and the right thing for my clients. Um, um, I'm very proud of, I have two daughters. I have an 18 year old, daughter her name is Faith she's graduating high school this year and I have a 16 year old her name is Emma and look, going home to them every night and knowing just how hard I work and how hard I work I mean i I was older when I started my own business and I just want them to know that they can do anything that they want ever that they want to do I mean I was you know older when I started my own business but yeah and I'm, I'm just proud of that every single day I always yeah. I work so hard and I work so hard just so that when I go home to them and when I go home and look in the mirror, I did the best job that I could that day. You yeah, know, every day.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think, I mean, part of the reason for the podcast is like showing people the actual behind the scenes of what goes into a business, right? So you have somebody, You've pro- had you ever worked for yourself before this? No. Okay. So never work for yourself, basically like a quote unquote corporate job, depending on how you define that. But for 17 years, then that obviously gets sold and you move on. And here's what I do. You know, I might be a little bit older than most that are starting their own business, but I'm still going to do it, you know, and, and to lead by example and, and, you know, having a a little daughter, my daughter's only three, but still like you look at so much. And I have a quote on my board that don't forget. It says children cannot be be what they cannot see. So it's like, if I want to teach her something, you know, lead by example by what you do. So that's awesome that you're able to do that. And, you know, teaching her, you know, you kind of like, every time I see that stuff or hear that stuff, it's like, you're teaching them, but you're also like looking at yourself saying, well, if you're telling them that they can do that, then you need to tell yourself you can do that. Right. So it's like we tell our daughter every night before we go to bed, say, what can you do? She says anything, work hard and never give up. So it's like, but I, then every time she makes us say it too, I'm like, you have to truly believe this, (laughs) you know, you're teaching her the same thing. So, Yeah. But it's, it's cool to see that. And, I mean, again, there's some people that are starting their business that are super young. Some are a little bit older. I don't think that matters. I think your mindset is here's what sets you up. And again, part of the reason for the podcast, part of the reason for 70 plus episodes, everybody comes back to the hard work, the determination, right? It's not not a magic uh, switch that you flip on. It's, it's a lot of hard work, a lot of grueling hours, but it's it's worth it. In the end, you're just so proud, right? You're probably a lot more fulfilled coming home from liquid glam than you were from total tans, I'm assuming.
0: Yes. Those yeah. were some of the best days of my life, but it's it's just a different feeling now. Yeah. Like you said, it's just definitely so much more fulfilling. And you know, it was really scary. It's really yeah. scary to to take that leap and to jump out and start your own business. But and like you said, it's so important to believe in yourself and have a level of accountability for yourself and keep pushing yourself every
1: yeah. single day. Yeah. Keep pushing yourself and something that I struggle with. I was just uh, on a run with my neighbor this morning. We talk about this kind of mindset and whatever self, you know, growth and stuff. And where I was talking about the hardest thing is like looking at the big picture. The hardest thing for me is like looking at every day, just saying, I just want to get 1% better, 1% better, 1%. Am I really getting better every single day? Am I really improving every single day? So if you can do that and answer yes, I guarantee you and. 5 6 months you're going to look and say wow look how far I've come. So, right. yeah. And this and this is all those people that were just starting that went through the that went through covid or maybe somebody hasn't even started their business yet like be prepared to put in a lot of hours to put in a lot of work but it will be yeah. completely worth it. I mean there's really no shortcut you know you can No. I listen to podcasts. I'm a podcast junkie all the time and all these people it always comes back to Consistency, doing the right thing, and a lot of, a lot of hard work.
0: So <laughs> hard work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got that so, right.
1: Yeah. So what was your so when you left Totans, was it immediate like I just want to start my own business? Or was it just like, I don't know what I want to do? Huh, this is like
0: Um, a, a, I I there was a company that reached out to me and I spray tan for them for a little bit. Mm. Um and I, lo- I fell in love with it. I fell in love with how personal it was. I fell in love with just You know, you're making these women and men, everybody feels so great after they come in for a spray tan. It's the healthier, you know, choice as far as, you know, getting a tan and it provides such confidence and it really does change a lot for a person. Like I tell my clients and they laugh at me. I'm like, seriously, spray tans change lives and they don't (laughs) believe me. And then they get their spray tan. They're like, Michelle, when can I come back? You know, so But, but anyhow, I started doing it and I fell in love with it. And I thought to myself, you know what, with all of my business background, you know, and just with the fact that I, I can do this, I know I can do it. And I just started making plans. And I said, I'm, I just made a decision one day and said, I I cannot be afraid anymore. I have to just do it. And I took, you know, a leap of faith. I mean, of course I had some plans, you know made, I had prepared for it a little bit. It, you know, I didn't just, you know, you have to buy all the stuff that you need and you have mm-hmm. to have some sort of systems in place, but I knew I wanted to do it for forever.
1: Yeah. So is that a local company you were working for or like a national, whatever you it, can share? It
0: just a tiny salon here in oh, cool. Erie who has, who has closed down. You know, I really didn't see a future with that company. And I thought, well, who better to put you know, in the hands of my future than myself.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. This is a good question to roll into. Do you remember how you got your first paying client for your business?
0: Oh, you know what? I had a couple people actually that just followed me right over as soon as I made the announcement and said, this is it. You know, I am, I'm going out on, on my own, check out my new business. You know, I had people, social media actually really, really helped. And it just, it feels good to, to, be supported by so many people. You know, it really really does. I mean, I have people like I said I'm smacked up in the middle of Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Cleveland and I've had people from all three areas, you know, come and be like, "I have read your reviews on your Facebook page online, on your booking app and I need to find out what all this buzz is all about," you know. Yeah. Social media really really um, has been super positive for me and has helped me definitely along the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It has, it's uh, it definitely has its benefits. I I'm not a huge social media proponent, but I know obviously how huge, it, how big it is, how much it helps businesses. I think it's wonderful for really getting like a personal touch and telling your story and look at the brands, whether they're small businesses or large businesses that are succeeding in this day and age, and they're like transparent and they're telling everything. So if you get out there and just maybe educate or talk or whatever you're going to do. Right. You kind of get this following and then people feel like, even if they're just watching on Instagram or Facebook, they feel like they're part of it naturally. So right. of course we're going to support Michelle and she steps out, which is really cool uh, to see that, uh, you know, to have somebody trust in and believe in mm-hmm. you like that. Definitely. So, For your business, as it's changed over the past three years since you started it, what what kind of changes have you had to make? Obviously, you just spent a lot of time kind of fine-tuning some things while you had some downtime during the shutdown, but what other changes have you made uh, internally kind of with everything
0: that you do? Um, I would say that, you know, based on every, all of my clients, first of all, I always listen to, to my clients' feedback. Um, you know, I've gotten a couple really great ideas, you know, whether it's a promotional idea or some a system in place, just from like listening and talking to my clients, you know, just random stuff, but probably some of the biggest changes I, I have definitely had to, um, my, my clients Well, I mean, yes, I have a, a, a personal life and, you know, I also, um, coach cheerleading on the side, but my customers come first and they know that if they need me for something, I have been, you know, I have definitely switched my hours around. I have switched kind of like some different solutions and aftercare products around. I just, I try to make sure that they're as big of a part of it as, you know, they really are. So I, I just make sure that I'm always constantly listening to them.
1: Yeah. They will give you good insights, right? <laughs> How much would you pay for that, by the way? <laughs> so, yeah, no, you can learn so much from customers. And don't get me wrong, some things they say don't make sense, or it might only be a one-off thing. But um, you know, making sure that they are feel seen and heard is important. And and each each customer, I think that a lot of people go through the. I mean, at least you know you kind of have that point where you're like, oh, it's the weekend, or it's late at night. I don't know if I want to answer this you might have that immediate thought. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I do. And naturally just like, oh, it's my time off. Well, Grant, then why are you looking at your phone? You shouldn't do that. Right. So, but it's like each person really matters. And, you know, it's, it obviously they do to you, to me with, you know, our happy tans and, and my other businesses, same thing. It's like every single person we genuinely care about want to succeed. So how can we help them. Sure. They, they might be frustrated, right. Or they might be reaching out about something else, but I'm going to make sure that I put them at, at ease or at least answer their question um, to, to help or, or whatnot. So just going that extra mile means a lot. And it, it really does, you know, this day and age, I think it's gotten even more and more important. Everything's amplified and magnified with social media and one bad review can really deter your business or set it right. off. So um, that's important to do. So, If you had to pinpoint one thing, Michelle, that you've done well over the first three years in your business that has meant the most to the growth of your business, what would you say that was?
0: Um, I think that I, for sure, absolutely provide amazing customer service each and every time my clients come in here. I think that I make really good decisions. I feel like they always know that they can, you know, come to me about anything if it's If they have a wedding, if they have a friend they're referring, if they have an idea, you know, I just want them to know that I am going to go through everything with them as thoroughly as I possibly can. I'm going to make sure I listen to their needs and wants as far as their spray tan is concerned and Mm -hmm. and the aftercare. Um, You know, uh, I think that that's a huge thing is just making sure that you're providing excellent customer service. It's not I'm not just going to say, do you want a light, medium or dark? Okay, Okay, let's go. Boom, you're out the door you know what I yeah. mean I not one of those people who is just I'm going to schedule somebody every 15 minutes you know mm-hmm. I just that time is is really important to me so I yeah. just want to make sure to always that's a big deal with me is just providing amazing an experience for them that they really can't get anywhere else and I do that because I, I genuinely do care I care about them each and every one of them you know I feel really fortunate and blessed that I'm able to spray on so many amazing people and these people become your friends you know
1: they really do, yeah. They
0: really
1: do. They really do. I and mean, that's a big that's a big thing to to you know, big you know, switch to flip whatever you say like each person. You you could see the people that genuinely care about it, but it's like, you know, these people are coming to you, they're spending their hard earned money with you, they're trusting in you um, and, you know, sometimes you might get sidetracked, you might be frustrated about something else that's not even related to your customers. And you're like, don't, you know, don't forget that these people trust in you. They believe in you. Look at all these good things they hey help you with. They, they say to you, uh, that's important to keep in mind. And I would say the customer experience rather than customer, I would just call it, I just call it that based on a book I read, customer experience, because customer service is when something bad happens. But customer experience is important, which you talked about The experience of having your own space, right? The the branding and everything is consistent, Um, and the whole experience is great, right? From scheduling to being so easy to schedule online to the whole process and to when Michelle first greets you at the door, hands you a bottle of water. I don't know what it is, but you know those kind of things really make a difference in how people perceive it. And, And again, like you said. Thirty minutes, not fifteen, you're not rushing people out the door. And some people do obviously not bashing the fifteen minute spray tan. Some people just have to do it that way. But right. that's it, that's in you know, that's an important thing to understand is like what what do you want to set for your kind of your customer experience, I would say. Right. Yeah, but that's that's awesome. I think a lot of times the answer for, you know, what's the number one thing comes back to that. And I and it, that's for a good reason because it is probably the most important thing you can do. Again, every single customer matters. So that's really, really important to to remember for people. Um, What type of uh, equipment and solution do you use?
0: I use, um, I use, I've just switched my spray tan gun to an an upgraded um, TNT Evolution. And I also, I use various bronzers. Um, A couple of the bronzers that I use, um, I have the tail end of some Jimmy Coco. I'm really excited for his new stuff to be coming out. I love um, Bronze Me Baby by Unfiltered Carrie. She's been nothing but amazing. And everybody loves that, that color. Yep. I also use Lavish Tan. I've used that for a couple of years. So I kind of, you know, and I've tried different things. I bring things in and out and I kind of see what the customer's like. But those have pretty much been the staples and, you know, so far of, of what I've used.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, one thing with a solution, I always hammer this home is like find what works and, and stick with it. Obviously try stuff when you need to, but really that's not what's going to set you apart. I think you would agree that like the, the other side of it, the business side of it really is what pushes it forward. So you could have somebody with mediocre spray technique, a mediocre solution probably succeed if they know the business fundamentals. So, and you see that, right? I mean, look at total tan, like you said, or zoom tan, like you said, that you said the product's not great, but they're probably busting out some tans because they have the processes in place. So uh, for sure. What um, you mentioned training and certification earlier, what uh, training did you go through?
0: I did the NSTPA training and yep. then I've taken a bunch of just brand trainings okay you know, and I'll watch videos and you know I'll look and see what other you know spray tan artists have been doing but I really just I did that one that was the big one that helped me the most
1: okay okay yeah NstPA that's great um, the train like you said you're mm-hmm. obviously going through these brand specific things you're gonna to continue to learn so that's really really important to make sure we have that growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. So it's, that's really cool to hear. And um, yeah, that's great. I mean, goodness, we're already to the last question. I can't believe it. I feel like we've been oh, time flew by. Yeah. But it was, it was a great, <laughs> it was great to learn more about your story. Again, I know you've been in the industry for a long time, over 20 years now, two decades, hard to believe, but a completely different experience these last three years, you could say, and, and coming from the corporate world and seeing what we're there and kind of, you know, flipping that into a smaller business and what you learned from them and what you've obviously implemented good and bad. Obviously you learned probably both sides of the coin there, but it's really yeah. cool to see what you've built so far. And we're excited to see it continue to grow for you, Michelle.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the last question I have for you is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say?
0: Um, I would tell myself, I would say, Michelle, do not be afraid and never settle. You can be anything that you want to be. So yeah. go be that, go do that. a yeah.
1: time. Just do I it. it. I love it. <laughs> Just do it. The Nike, the Nike quote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Never settle is important. I think that's, you know, you're, you're going to continue to work for it. People get comfortable. That's where we kind of f- fall and fail. Honestly, when we get comfortable, that's, that's ultimately it's where we kind of people are searching for some kind of comfort, but then that's where you stop, stop learning, stop pushing, stop improving. And then somebody catches, you you know, ultimately that's what's going to happen. So it's good to have that mindset. You're obviously very in tune with like, how, how can you improve? And obviously setting an example for your daughters, which is amazing. I don't think that that can be understated because it's so, so important, but uh, it was a great story, Michelle. I I was so super excited to learn more about you. It It was good to learn. Everything. Obviously, we, we've been in touch for a few. I don't even know when we met, maybe three years ago, two years ago or so. Yeah, yeah. So, so great. And obviously, helping with your website is amazing. We want to continue to see you grow and thrive. And if we can ever do anything, let us know. But thanks so much for sharing your story. If anybody has any questions for you, Michelle, what's the best way to reach you?
0: They can email me at michelle at com
1: Okay. Awesome. I'll drop that down below as well. Michelle, thank you again on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tans community for sharing your time and your story. And we look forward to continue to watching you thrive and grow in this industry.
0: And I want to take a minute to thank you for all you do because your your motivation and your dedication to this industry is outstanding. I know I can always count on you and I appreciate all that you do as well.
1: Uh, Michelle, thank you so much. i you know, I don't like to take any credit. The interviews are great. And we learn so much from all the guests on here. I, um, I appreciate the kind words and I'll continue to give back as much as I can. So thank you so much. Not to, not to push off the compliment. I'm bad about doing that, but I appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. It means a lot to have the support of people like yourself, obviously that invest in your, your website. And, and obviously you could choose other companies, but we're truly humbled to be able to serve you. So thank you so much. And If there's ever any questions for me, people can reach me at grantahappytans.com. Michelle, thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day and happy tanning.
0: You too.